We've got the ALCS Game 3 coming up. Astros, Ryan, trying to stay alive. Trying to, well, they'd still be alive no matter what, but let's be honest. You go down 3 0 in the series. Think like, yeah, wait. so it's pretty much that. And we've got ourselves a barn burner in college football tonight. You gotta love college football. You've gotta love betting to watch a combined 3 and 10 total of two teams. Good God, I can't speak. FIU and Sam Houston State. Ryan Horvat, Nick Ashu. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. Uh, I, I, I think I can speak again. I'm distracted by. Right down here in the corner, uh, NBA preseason. They're talking about it, and that's it, what's got, got you distracted. It got me, it got huh? me a little excited. Pre-season got me a little hoops. excited. I'm not going to lie to you. I I'm ready to see the NBA start. Got the Wizards and Knicks preseason down there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to get you and PJ there. in on this. PJ's here too, uh, by the way. Hi yeah. PJ. Hi guys. How you doing? You've only been here for ten straight hours already, so just ten. Appreciate you, buddy. Watch yeah. some Blue Bloods in between. Have you guys watched that show? No. no. That's my new show. Blue Bloods. Yeah. You know, with Tom Selleck. PJ's and, uh, so random. Yeah, it's it's my favorite thing. No, like, is it a cop show? Uh, yeah, it's like it a murder is. mystery cop type show. I feel like there's guys that only, they've been like typecasted, but they've been making the same TV shows since I've been in like the third grade. Yeah. And it's Jimmy Smits, and then it's <laughs> yes. Tom Selleck. Jimmy oh, Smith, yeah. that's a great, like, yes. He's the same N- guy every NYPD time. NYPD Blue, but, but Tom Selleck, uh, tremendous mustache, the, I will say. Like the, Always the king. Mr. Baseball. The king. Yeah, the yeah. king. All right, you know what, Peach? From your recommendation, I'm in. Now, did you watch the program? When are you going to watch that? Oh, yeah, the, I've watched the program. You did? Okay, okay, because like, Luke will not. Oh, yeah, my, it's fantastic. Great good. movie, right? Very okay, good. Very yeah. Good. Luke tries to claim that he fell asleep, and I, so I know he's <laughs> lying to me because that's the most yeah. electric movie. Say what you want, you don't fall asleep during no, the program. No, you don't fall asleep during The movie Brainstorm, a football game, they lose. Joe Kane's in the locker room. Elvin Mack walks up to him hey, and hey, says, Hey, hey, spoiler year, alerts. Spoiler next alerts. Year, we sell out. We don't Sorry. want that. I didn't realize Halle Berry was in it until I started watching. That was like nice. Short hair Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Omar Epps is in it. Great cast. Mm-hmm. Great cast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you got in on that, PJ. I'm we actually gotta... James Can. I'm trying to think. Maybe not a great. I, I can't really think of anybody else that's done anything since other than Halle Berry and Omar Epps. But uh, still, great cast. Great cast. Yeah. You guys, Tim watching, you guys watching anything right now? Uh, just sports, mainly. Yeah. Just just football. Um. I kind of I was thinking about this last night. The Halloween season, I usually I usually like to watch like spooky movies. I don't even have any time though, man. I get home, it's one a.m. I got to eat my grilled chicken, right? And then I got to get to bed. I wake up seven a.m. Today was picture day. Oh, let me oh, tell you guys a little boy. something about picture day. First, <laughs> Did you have let, to comb Nate's hair? First, let me tell you. Yes. Yeah, okay. See, so actually, there, there's the story right there. Oh well, that's I don't want to ruin it then. He, you know he, what? You'll tell it better. He Keep would, going. My wife went to work today at six a.m. It was picture day, right? And so Nathan would not wake up, and I didn't want to be up either. So four times I tried to wake the kid up, and then I just had to like shove him in the shower. So uh, picture day, <laughs> not one of my favorite days, but. Let's just get into it really quick. We already gave this out last night, and we already talked about this yeah. game enough. But Unload. anytime an 0-6 football team is a 5.5-point favorite, that's a market indicator to your boy, and I'm going to take him. So Sam Houston, we talked about this enough. Legitimate defense. And FIU, their quarterback actually took a shot in that last game. Um, looks like Keon Jenkins is going to play in this game. I question how healthy he is, but I'm going to roll with uh, Sam Houston. And then later on tonight, I'm not going to bet this team, but we need three more wins for a push. Hasn't been good. Dana Dimmel's terrible. Gavin Hardison's hurt. UTEP at home. Three-point dogs, Nick. 47-and-a-half against New Mexico State. They're a tough watch. I think New Mexico State rolls. They win, but I'll be cheering for UTEP. That's Ryan's team. I mean, he he is UTEP University. Yeah, I was off on them. Dana Dimmel, he needs to lose his job. But, I mean, they brought back 18 starters from a team that won five games last season, and their win total was five. So I'm thinking, like, at worst, we push. 
And last year they had really, really bad turnover luck. And nobody cares. It's UTEP football. <laughs> Stay away from that game. There's plenty of great games. We, I mean, we got Ohio State, Penn State in a couple days here. We're going to have plays for that game. Although we already talked about the under, that's dead because 48 and a half all the way down to 45 and a half. You're crossing key numbers. Um, but man. Penn State still sitting there at four and a half, Nick. You know, you guys always do, like, your NFL power rankings mm -hmm. each week. You ever thought about doing, like, a college football top ten? Yes. Because I think that'd be that'd be fun to see. Because yes. I did it on my show, and I said that I th still think Oregon's the third best team in the country. I have um, Michigan one, Washington two, Oregon Let me three. put it this okay. way. Okay, I'd be willing to do that because we'd be talking about teams that are actually worth watching. Mm -hmm. Not Sam Houston State and... Oh, FIU. easy. I am these going Tuesday to insult and them night games, these, these the conference USA time. games have been electric. Oh, it is. Listen, Big the time. only reason this is honest for you, my friend, this is not even a bet and forget. Actually, no, I was going to tell you on that, and I just didn't even do it. I had too many NFL bets I already put in. I bet on a couple of things in the ALCS tonight, which, by the way, did you finish your Nate story? Because we want to make sure. Was that it? It was just picture day. Oh, okay. And I thought I you were going to get more. tired as hell. I stayed up last night. I got to be honest. The Watching Central Florida the, football, guys. Yeah. They got absolutely shellacked by Kansas. But you know what I did today? What'd you do? Made a big wager on Central Florida against Oklahoma. <laughs> I'd probably going play back to the well again. I'd play that now. Nineteen and a half, all the way down to a whopping eighteen and a half. So we got You're one not point of value about today. Dylan Gabriel sticking it to his old revenge team. game. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I okay. want him to throw nine touchdown passes because you and I are the only guys I know on this planet with Dylan Gabriel Heisman tickets. You're correct. I'm I'm not kidding either. I don't know anybody else that you has know. What's Dylan frustrating Gabriel about Heisman that though? Ticket. I had one last year. Last year, last year, I, because the price was hurt. so much better, he yeah. got hurt. I thought, okay, this is going to be. And then this year, I was like, nah, not going back into that again. And now this is the year to have Dylan Gabriel Heisman. Yeah, especially with Caleb Williams completely out of the mix now. I got him. I got Penix, and then unfortunately, I have Brock Bowers, who's possibly going to miss the six rest. Weeks, yeah, yeah. And, and then you got, um, and then I had Marvin Harrison, and that's that's well, dead. If it makes you feel any better, Brock Bowers was not going to win the Heisman. No, but, so it's good. But I would argue that he's the best non-quarterback in the country, like the best football player. Agreed. Although I have to think about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Brock Bowers the man. No, that's fair. Anything yeah. in the uh, ALCS tonight? Um, all right. So I have nothing, but I know you guys do. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna tell you guys. I think you guys both like the Astros tonight. I'm guessing, and I kind of like the Astros yeah. too. Even money, well, plus 105 right now. I stayed away. What do you guys got? I do love the Astros. I took the Astros. I also took an alternate line and used a boost or an alternate total. So I took the under 10. I was able to boost it up to plus money because there, this is a game here where there's a lot of complications, right? Like, we don't know what's going to go on with this pitching matchup completely in this game. All right, so eight, eight or fewer runs have been scored in 10 of the last 12 games for Texas and seven of Houston's past 12. And on top of that, then you go, well, okay, is Max Scherzer going to be back? And good Max Scherzer, is he going to look a little bit rusty? So I actually took the under on his outs as well. I found a 13-and-a-half and was able to take that. Uh, there were a lot of 12-and-a-halves there too. But if you kind of look at where we're Max Scherzer could be on a very short leash, right? We know that that happens anyway in these yeah. games, but given the fact that he hasn't pitched in what, like a month, there's a lot of risk there. And that was kind of a high number for somebody that could go four, maybe five innings max. Well, it can't be five because they need to go over. So you do the math. So it's a little bit low, but I took the risk on that. There was another boost on there. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. Bet MGM got some good, got some good boosts to take advantage of. And I did that. Uh, so yeah, those are the ones that I'm in on this. I do have the Astros ticket to win the World Series. So like the outside of me is still hoping, right? A outside chance they pull off a miracle. Yeah. I hate the Astros, but I'm going to bet a team that I think is going to win. But it's really hard to look at anybody right now, PJ, and go they can beat the Phillies. The Phillies are absolutely just unbelievable to watch at the plate. Well, especially at home. Like I don't, I don't know who's going to beat them at Citizens Bank Ballpark this postseason. I'm so with you though on the Astros. Like them tonight. I also like them plus two and a half in the series. So all we need is a game six. That's plus 105 for them to force it 
at least six games, some props that I'm on. What I've been enjoying in the postseason is targeting player props that, like, are kind of off the board. Like, everybody wants to bet home runs and total bases. Yeah. I like betting runs scored. Mm. I did it last night with Trey Turner, plus 105, hits yep. a home run at, in the bottom of the first inning. Jose Altuve tonight, plus 120 to score a run. Kind of love that. Leadoff hitter for Houston. You figure if they're going to have a big game, Altuve is going to be a part of it. So for him to score a run tonight, I like that. Seager, RBI, I like as well. And then uh, if you want a guy to go yard, give me Alex Bregman tonight for Houston. You know what? Can't sit here and not have anything in one there of the biggest go. baseball games. We got Texas All with right. a 2-0 series lead in the ALCS. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go player prop, and uh, I'm going to go RBI prop. Give me uh, Michael Brantley tonight, actually. Mm. So he's batting second, and you look at his career against Max Scherzer, 20 for 54, three dingers, 11 RBI. He's hitting 370. He's only struck out twice in those 54 at-bats against Scherzer. Give me Brantley. I'm not a big home run prop guy tonight, but there's a 6-1 to one out there. And then RBI is plus 260. So really small. Give me uh, Brantley RBI tonight, plus 260. Get in there. Pretty Love good success it. against Scherzer. Um, like you said, could be a short leash tonight. Short leash tonight for Scherz. <laughs> Scherz dog. Uh, we'll get into some early props for the uh, NFL Week 7 with Dan Karpik in about 10 minutes. Anthony Richardson officially done for the year, guys. This shouldn't really surprise anybody. When you, you started to hear the conversation of, yeah, it's sounding like he may uh, get that shoulder surgery. Done shoulder surgery. So it's Minshew Mania and Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor the rest of the way for yeah. a, really a, a Colts team that's looked better than expected. Anthony Richardson went out there and healthy. has I would argue, even the small sample size, exceeded expectations given what we thought he couldn't do throwing the football at least year one. But this is now multiple injuries between concussion and what did he have first? What was the Was it a knee injury? Yeah. It was concussion. There was like, a, then you got the shoulder injury now when he's out for the year. Guys that run the football <laughs> like that, that's one of the big risks you have. And oh, yeah. now he's already going to miss the rest of his rookie season. And the Colts now are going to be led by, I think, their run game. It's going to be a lot of Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be some Moss props. I think those are the two offensive players that I'd really target the rest of the season. We don't know what Jonathan Taylor is necessarily going to have in terms of a workload, yeah. even coming up this weekend. I'd expect it to be more. But as the rest of the season goes on, especially with the market kind of trying to figure that out, that's the direction I'd look with them. And it's funny because coming into the season – like, if you had to ask me, who, who, like, which young team or, you know, which team quarterback by mm. uh, a rookie would you feel better about going into the season? It probably would have been Indianapolis as a lean, at least for this year. You know, I like what the Texans are doing, but I just thought that you have a good offensive line if they're healthy, and that's what the Colts have had. You still have a pretty good defense, and you have a solid run game, and now you bring back Jonathan Taylor. Zach Moss has been really good. Um, and now, you know, he's back for another week, so they're probably going to involve him a little bit more in the offense this week. But... I don't know, man, with Gardner Minshew. And I feel really good about the Texans right now. That pass rush, the Texans have like six dudes that are getting after the quarterback at a ridiculous rate, including Will Anderson right now. I love what we're seeing from the defense. Everybody's talking about C.J. Stroud, and he's mm -hmm. been awesome. He's only thrown one pick, and uh, the offenses look really good. But they're winning games right now because of their defense. It looks like the San Francisco defense. It really does. Yes. Um, but you look at the Colts, they might be in big trouble because I bet them last week that was a big mistake. Not only did they not cover the five and a half, I think they just gave up another score just now. And then you look at their <laughs> upcoming schedule, you get the Browns, that defense. So are you going to be able oh, to run the man. ball against the Browns? And then if you're not, are you really going to drop Minshew Mania back against that pass rush? Like the Browns right now, I don't know if this is sustainable, but they're one of the best uh, fronts in NFL history um, through the first couple weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. Then you get the Saints. I don't feel good about their offense, but I feel pretty damn good about their defense, especially their run defense. Panthers, winnable game. Patriots, 
winnable game, but then like the Bucks defense is still solid. They might be in big trouble here. Like if I was going to do anything with their updated win total, it would only be an under for the Colts. You might start taking under their team total the rest of the way too. I think that might be something because if this offense continues to just look inept, because I mean, again, Gardner Minshew is who he is, right? We've seen the moments that it's been fun. It was fun in Jacksonville, but you know, in reality, they, they're going to have some trouble. You, you just bring up that schedule alone and there could be some really rough games the next few weeks. I'm still holding on that outside chance. I bet if it's 17 to one, have the worst record in the NFL. The Colts. problem is they've already got three wins and it's like, are the Broncos going to get to four or the Giants? Like, are the Bears? So, and the Panthers are 0 six, so it's probably dead, but whatever i'll still keep in the back of my mind that a miracle happens and somehow that hits i needed this injury and this whole situation for them to unravel like week two it's a little too late i think for that to happen now You'd yeah yeah because I, I look at the panthers man i'm trying to They're think so of bad. i'm trying to think of like one team i could make the case for to, that the panthers could beat maybe the bears but that game I think the Patriots are the worst team in football. I really do. No, they're not. They are. No, no. They I are. mean, they're bad. Don't they're get me wrong. They've cost the me a lot of money the last month. They're not as bad as the Panthers. And there was an F5. Oh, you got to be kidding Six. me. And we were driving, too. And he had a touchdown. Wait in the East. And that's going to be an FI. Oh, well, at least not a pick six. Yeah, there you go, guys. Wait, wait in the East. It got deflected. Guy picked it off. Yeah. I mean, they're the just driving. wide open for a touchdown. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's Sam Houston football for you. <laughs> well, you know, they spell their name Bearcats with a K, so how can you take a program seriously? Touchdown. Oh, that. my God, you got to be kidding me. Yep. yep, that went from – that swung the momentum for your Bearcats, guys. Mm -hmm. Completely the opposite direction on one play. Mm -hmm. One play. Got to hold them to three here. Luckily, the defense is the strength, Nick. Yes. Well, this is good. I'm excited. For the, bear, for the cats. I'm excited to watch these for cats the with a K yep. uh, out there on defense. Can't Our wait. Bearcats. This will be the first and only time that I watch any game that has Sam Houston stated. Every time I, I see that, that, I think of like the USFL or the XFL. Yeah. Like bear cats with a K. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a fan of it. I'll be a bigger fan if we could get a red zone stop. Defense came to play tonight, though. Yeah. Second in goal. Yeah. Uh, but back to really quick to Indianapolis, the mm. biggest – so um, it sucks for Anthony Richardson, especially a dude that you're trying to develop, a guy that you're trying to evaluate this season, and a guy that you just want to play right away, right? Like we were going back and forth because obviously he was going to be a project, but he showed pretty well, and it really sucks for me because he's my fantasy quarterback, and now um, I'm getting all these crazy offers. It's in my family league, my cousins, my uncles. Everybody's like, well, you need a quarterback, and they're trying to like – they're asking for just ridiculousness, like Jamar Chase. I'm not I'm not trading anybody Jamar Chase, but i got to figure out a quarterback, guys, because right now, Geno is going to be my starter, and I'm a little worried about Geno. He uh, made some nice throws, but whenever he got into the red zone against Cincy, he was a mess. Yep. Way too many picks. I don't. I got to get myself a fantasy quarterback. My worry was watching the, uh, the regret, or I'd say the fall off at least towards the end of last year, and then maybe some regression this year. Gino? Starting to see that a little bit with Geno. He's coming back down to earth. Still maybe a good quarterback, but you're not going to see him throw for over 4,000 yards and what we did. Dan Karpik on some uh, early Week 7 NFL props next. It's BetMGM tonight. It is. We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ryan Horvath, Nick Cashew, BetMGM tonight. PJ's in with us as well. We got Sam Houston State and FIU. It's a bar. It's, it's you know it's not a barn burner. You know what it is? It's a defensive matchup where you're stopping FIU. Going, I don't even want to talk about this game. I you know I'm not even gonna make fun of it. It's a good. Game. Yes, I am. It's terrible. It's two terrible football teams. That's it. And that's all right. Listen, hey. I totally understand why Easy. I didn't have the balls Easy. to bet an 0-6 team. I know the market indicator. I understand strength of schedule. I know, like we talked about it during the break. You guys are braver than me for taking an 0-6 team to cover a 5.5. I'm just – I can't do it's, it. The weirdest part about watching this game is 
uh, there's a track on the field. You like you don't see that, you don't see that at Alabama. You don't see that at Ole Miss. It's, it's got, it reminds able, me of a high school football game. I think this might be a high school stadium. It, it probably is. If there's a track around it, there's a very I'm, good chance. I'm that not that's kidding. The case. I've showed you guys. There's more people at the high school stadium yes. in Juliet, like for Juliet Catholic football games on a Friday night. Way more, probably like forty percent more in uh, Memorial Stadium on a Friday night than than here. There is there is nobody at this game, and rightfully so. These teams are a combined three and ten. Uh, luckily, we got about forty minutes till first pitch, game three of the uh, ALCS with the Astros down 0-2 in that series. We bring on our buddy Dan Carpick. Hopefully, feeling a lot better now. BetQL's managing editor missed you the last couple of weeks, man. Um, I, I want to start with tomorrow night because I know that you're a props guy. I'm a props guy too. You're one of the few people who, when there's props out there, I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to see what Carpook's on, and I'm going to see if I like <laughs> the same thing that he's on. Uh, I have not checked yet what you are on, so this is a complete blind one for me that I already like, I already bet. Um, I am all in on everything Alvin Kamara tomorrow night. Where are you? Oh, yes. yes. I am right there with you, Nick, and I'm, I'm happy to be back with you guys. I am very much sold on that college football game you guys are just talking <laughs> about, by the way. So I'm going to definitely be turning that on right after this. Uh, but, yeah, Alvin Kamara is actually the first name I circled here. I like his over 83-and-a-half rushing plus receiving yards, but I like his rushing and receiving yards separately as well. Um, I got this at minus 110 over at BetMGM earlier today. And now since returning from his early season suspension, there were some question marks. Would he get a large workload? Well, pretty much right away he got that 13-reception game coming back. He had 24, 25. 26 touches has racked up 84 97 and 104 rushing plus receiving yards in those last three contests since he returned last week the jaguars allowed the colts running back to amass 153 rushing plus receiving yards a couple weeks ago to the falcons 149 so they're pretty susceptible to some big performances by the position group and why do i mention the position group rather than those individual players. Well, Kamara has essentially been the entire backfield out of uh, New Orleans since he returned here, playing 75, 63, and then 80% of the offensive snaps. We oftentimes talk about like what we like to see when player props are concerned, the volume. You know, Nick, you and I have talked about this uh, dating back years now. We love to see that volume there, mm -hmm. um, and he's going to have that volume once again. I don't think Jamal Williams, uh, he's coming back from that hamstring injury. I don't think he's going to be activated for this game. Um, but even if he surprisingly is activated, that's just going to give Kamara a little bit of extra rest. I think um, he's going to be effective in this game, and he is the focal point of the offense here. And uh, I, I do have to mention also that little injury uh, to Chris Olave, that little turf toe injury, might come into play here. So he might get even some more extra looks. Uh, but over 83.5 rushing plus receiving yards, for him, seems like a home run to me. Yeah, I really like that, too. Dan, are you doing anything with the Jacksonville offensive side of the ball? With It looks like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's dealing with the knee injury, and it's a short week, yeah. but he's optimistic he's going to play. They're calling him questionable right now. Are you kind of staying away from that side of the ball for Jacksonville just with that injury? I, I am. Um, Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys, like our model, once he's ruled, if he's ruled out, our model is going to adjust to that. So we've seen some of these top-tier quarterbacks, like C.J. Beathard is his backup. We, that could be a four-point swing in our model's projection, and obviously that impacts both teams. Um, our model does love Calvin Ridley. I will point that out. We project him for seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, but that's with assuming that Lawrence does play uh, with that projection as well. So I'm going to stay clear of that right now. 
If I had to go with somebody else uh, in this game, I would probably go Michael Thomas over 51 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's been really consistent. I had to do a double take here when I saw this. 61, 55, 50, 53, 65, and 45 receiving yards. And he's got an 8, 9, 9, 6, 7, and 8 targets. 5, 7, 6, 4, 4, and 5 receptions. So he, if you need 50 yards, you're going to go to Mr. Michael Thomas, apparently. Um, he's, he's that reliable slot receiver for Derek Carr. He hasn't really peaked in any matchup yet, but like I mentioned, Chris Olave, that turf toe, it's a short week. You know, maybe this is the week that he kind of breaks out a little bit, and we don't really need to, him to do that much either. We just need him to get 52 yards. Um, the, the opposing defense plays a lot of zone coverage. Um, Thomas hasn't recorded a single drop yet this season, um, and I don't think he's going to see very much double coverage um, just because Kamara and Olave are going to command uh, a lot of attention from that Jacksonville defense as well. So if you have to target somebody else in this matchup, Michael Thomas is the way uh, to go, in my opinion. Dan, this just feels to me like one of those games where something stupid could happen, right? Like, we just don't know, one, whether Trevor Lawrence is going to go, like you mentioned. We've got uh, question marks in terms of just what these the offense is going to look like, especially for Jacksonville, not to mention the Saints, and they've been an up-and-down roller coaster, but they have a great defense. Uh, I do like the under in this game. BetMGM's got it at 40. There's some 39-and-a-half out there, so obviously take the 40 if you can do that or if you can find anything higher, shop around, as we you know always say. But are you kind of on that same side, too? Because I will do something oh, yeah. that PJ here loves very much. I've already bet this, and he, he smiled when I told him. Uh, I took some kicker props in this again. Kicker props on Thursday night night football already just feel like a strong bet but when you've got these uh, offenses with all of the question marks that are there and uh, you know maybe not a healthy Trevor Lawrence this just feels like an under to me and a lot of kickers getting involved in drives that fall short of the end zone oh 100 percent I'm right there with you Nick and I looked I looked back at this the the under is six and oh in Saints games this season but if you go back to last season the unders won 12 straight times in their game. So I am a sucker for trends, I'll admit it. You know, when I see an undefeated trend over a certain period of time, um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna most likely tail that trend, and this is no exception. I, I, everything you said makes perfect sense, and now I have to look at kicker props. So thank you very much. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. PJ, it's spreading. It's spre- Everybody's getting in on kicker props now. The power of Justin Yes. <laughs> Dan, anything else that you like this weekend? I know it's kind of early as far as props, maybe even like a side or a total that you're looking at right now in the NFL. Yeah, so I'm basically going to be in uh, spade mode of the Patriots moving forward. Um, after Brian Hoyer uh, pretty much just beat them last week, uh, that was just unreal as someone who follows the Patriots pretty closely here yeah. uh, in Connecticut. That was just Josh McDa- the Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo, and uh, Brian Hoyer combination. Uh, it was just a very, very sad day. Um, with Mac Jones starting, so the Bills are at plus eight and a half, uh, something I immediately circled here for the weekend. With Mac Jones starting, the Patriots are 0-13 against the spread as an underdog. So another one of those crazy trends. Uh, the Bills have embarrassed uh, New England in recent years. Yes, Josh Allen, maybe a little bit dinged up. Maybe that drives the line down a little bit more. Uh, which would be great for me because I think he could probably beat this team with his left hand right now if he had to. <laughs> um, but after barely beating the Giants, 
I think some are going to be down on Buffalo this week, but I love the matchup. Expect them to absolutely roll. I don't know what's happening with Bill Belichick and company there. Um, so that's the side I would go to. I do have some player props to share. I, that quickly uh, just jumped off the page here to me. Patrick Mahomes, over 277.5 passing yards versus Chargers. Mahomes has gone over this number in three out of his last five starts. The Chargers haven't allowed an NFL worst 317.8 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks this season. For context, the next worst defense in that category is the Broncos at 283.8. So a very big difference there. This is a perfect situation for a ceiling game, and I think this is, it has shootout potential as well. And for that reason, I also like Austin Eckler, over 33.5 receiving yards versus the Chiefs there on the other side of things. Um, I think these two pair well pretty nicely, too, if you want to parlay these together. It's a little same-game parlay action. Uh, but in two games played this season, Eckler's caught four of five targets of 47 yards, then four of six targets for 35 yards against the Dolphins and Cowboys. In nine career starts against the Chiefs, though, he's caught an average of 5.9 passes on 6.8 targets for 52.6 receiving yards and went over 33.5 yards in six out of those nine contests. Um, like I said, I expect this to be back and forth and with Mike Williams and Quinton Johnston seemingly – well, Mike Williams is out, but Quinton Johnston might as well just be out because he's been seemingly unable to do anything in the NFL. I think they're going to lean on Eckler uh, on the Chargers' side of things here. And then just two other quick plays, Kenneth Walker, the third, over 77.5 rushing yards versus the Cardinals. Um, he's gotten no fewer than 17 carries in any of his last four starts, continues to dominate snaps, touches, out of Seattle's backfield. He had 97, uh, 79, and 62 yards in those three contests, but now he's a favorite against the Cardinals. That should allow him to put together a strong performance. Arizona's allowed 112.8 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs this season. That's the fifth worst mark in the NFL. And then finally, maybe my favorite play of the week, Drake London. He is getting disrespected once again over uh, 46 and a half receiving yards versus the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers allow an average of 13.8 receptions on 21.2 targets to opposing wide receivers. And since this Tampa Bay defense typically sells out against the run, I expect this to be a slightly more pass-happy game script for Atlanta's usually run-heavy offense here. Uh, London has caught six of nine targets for 78 yards against the Texans and then nine of 12 targets last week for 125 yards against the Commanders. Sorry, Nick in his last two outings, <laughs> and this is clearly Desmond Ritter's top target. No other Falcons wide receiver over the last two weeks has seen more than six targets, and he had 21. So, yes, they involve Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith, but um, if they're going to throw the ball to the outside like I think they will in this matchup, it's going to most likely be going to Drake London. So I think he soars over that number. Dan, I promise you at this point, uh, I don't care about any shots taken at the Commanders. In fact, I want them to lose the rest of the way because uh, I'm, I'm over on Rivera. I'm done. Today he forgot how many games that Chase Young had played uh, this year so far when a reporter asked him what he thought of Chase oh, Young no. through his five games, and he said, can I get the six? And he said, well, no, Chase Young's only played five. It's just great audio. It was just unbelievable. It's like oh, him forgetting no. that they were eliminated from the playoffs. I'm done. Love Ron <laughs> Rivera. Great guy, great leader, but just the NFL has passed him by. Talking to Dan Karpik, Bet MGM tonight. All right, we got about two minutes left here, so I want to at least jump into the NBA 
day with you. Starts next week. I know you're excited. I'm pumped. Uh, Ryan hates the fact that I've got Nick's Wizards preseason on on one of the TVs. But if I have to watch Ooh. Sam. This Wizards starting lineup. Mike Muscala is a yes. fan. If so I have to watch FIU and Sam Houston, I'm going to watch the Knicks and Wizards play a preseason game. Dan, you're Celtics and the Bucks, co-favorites at BetMGM to win the NBA title at 4-1, to also co-favorites to obviously win the Eastern Conference. When you look at the Celtics team, do you think that they're a better team than where they were last year, given all of the offseason moves they made? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think the addition of Kristaps Porzingis, just in general, um, gives them that added look that they really need. Uh, Drew Holiday, you have you know, basically everyone was talking about Marcus Smart and how he's an elite perimeter defender. Well, now you have Marcus Smart, but a complete Marcus Smart, in other words, in Drew Holiday. Um, I think you can make the argument that this is the best starting five in the entire NBA. I might give the edge there uh, to Phoenix right now. Um, but certainly in the Eastern Conference, I think that this is definitely the team to beat. I think uh, some of the offseason moves as well with O'Shea Brissett, um, with uh, Lamar Stevens even, um, some of these defensive-oriented guys who are going to come in and play off the bench. Uh, I think Brad Stevens did a really, really nice job of reconfiguring the lineup, doing something different. He, you know, Celtics fans, we just wanted something different. We needed a new look to compete with these other high-profile teams out there, and I think that's exactly what happened. Um, we saw the ceiling, I think, of Robert Williams, and, uh, you know, as a defensive player who we could count on 20-plus minutes from. But now you have Porzingis, and Porzingis, Tatum, and Jalen Brown, you, you know, you could – that's up there with the best threesomes in the NBA, in my opinion. So I think that that extra look, obviously it's going to come down to health, especially with Porzingis, and I'm just going to cross my fingers all season long. But it's going to be a lot of fun to watch right away, and I can't, cannot wait. Dan Carpet, make sure you check out all of his work. BetQL.com, the BetQL app. It yeah. is. I, I don't want to jinx it, but I will just say, check out his record when it comes to uh, props this year. That's it. I won't say it because <laughs> you once jinxed me on eight straight, uh, I think it was eight straight props that I had, and you had everybody tweet it out, and then I lost all three that day. So I won't do it to you my, because you're my <laughs> friend, and I don't want to hurt, hurt that and make that happen to you. Good talking to you, buddy. Glad you're feeling better. I appreciate it. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank yeah, I listen, uh, guys, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm pumped about this NBA season. I'm going to get you on board. You're going to love this. It's going to be a great season. Zero chance you will, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with Come on, guys. Yeah. Not when Alabama's a basketball school, you won't. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm starting to get excited for college hoops, yeah. though. Yeah. We just you know? previewed the uh, Big 12 on Send It In. Who do you like, Kansas? Yeah, Kansas and Houston are going to be tough to beat. The sleeper team, though, mm -hmm. TCU Horn Frog. TCU. Jameer Nelson Jr., little baby God, Jameer we are playing young. We Avery are old. Anderson. I know, Is that Jameer. his son? Yeah. I'm well, so he's tired. He's a Delaware now. I bet so money on, on St. Joe. Oh, my God, I'm old. I got to go home I don't, and do a retirement. I don't home. even want to I mean, think about all of these players Jameer and their kids Nelson playing. Jameer Nelson Jr., Really you like Jameer Nelson? I, just, I know. I, I was just losing I, money on him. Just don't eat. We, in the finals. We might, might still be. Uh, can anyone beat the Phillies at this point? It's BetMGM tonight. Tristan, Nick, and Ryan are taking a break to catch up on their bets. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more on BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. Again. 3 2 again. 
And a call strike three, and that's the ball game. And the Philadelphia Phillies dominant in this postseason. And they take a two games to none lead in this best of seven in LCS. Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. And the Phillies lead the Diamondbacks 2-0 in the NLCS. They won 10-0 last night. And my God, they are just so dominant at the plate. I don't even care, Ryan, about analytics or any, like, just watch this team. All you have to do is watch this team. At any point in any game, they can bring themselves back if they actually trail. It's been a while. They've won four straight in the playoffs alone here. Yeah. They, they are a threat every single game the rest of the way through the World Series. They, to me, are the team that I look at now, bets aside, odds aside, just watching the game. They are, to me, the best team and the most dangerous team that could win the World Series now with the last four that are available. Yeah, I mean, Arizona was a fun story, right? But they're mm -hmm. clearly outmatched here. And Philadelphia is also getting the pitching, obviously. I mean, you pitched a shutout last night. The bullpen's been pretty solid. And, I mean, there's just so many guys in that lineup. You know, like one through nine, anybody could get hot. Bryce Harper has the clutch gene. We've seen that two consecutive seasons now in the postseason. Trey Turner's obviously got hot. He made us a lot of money last night, so that was cool to see. And Nick Castellanos, who I wanted the Cubs to pay a bunch of money. Like, I love him as a baseball player, and he had that one year – and again, we talked about this with like Philadelphia fans. They hated him that first year. Um, really struggled at the plate, but man, he's gotten hot here in the postseason, yeah. had a solid season, and that's a guy that just wants to win baseball games. So I was, I've always been a huge fan of his. So glad to see him finally doing it here in the postseason. And um, definitely not betting against them the rest of the way here in the NLCS. We'll see what happens when we get to the World Series. I want to see them in Texas. I think that'll be a really interesting matchup. Um, I it's crazy. I kind of give the pitching edge even to the Phillies in that matchup. It's a different story if Jacob DeGrom doesn't go down, or, you know, by the midway point with Tommy John surgery. But, uh, yeah, Phillies are a good story right now. They're fun. And it really it turned around for them, too. Like, I understand they dealt with injuries, especially, you know, Trey Turner was struggling at the beginning of the year and yeah. Bryce Harper missed a ton of time. But what really turned things around for the Phillies, too, was moving Kyle Schwarber to that leadoff spot because he's a threat to hit a home run at any point. You know, he doesn't get on base a lot, but if you actually look at their record, and I don't have it in front of me, but I know their record turned around, it completely flip-flopped. I, yeah. mean, I mean, it's like 20 games over 500 once early in, I think, June. He was in that leadoff spot, and it's crazy to think because he's not a traditional leadoff hitter by any stretch. Not a threat to steal bases, not a threat to even get on. He's hitting, He was hitting 197 and yet just hitting a bunch of dingers, but that's worked. It worked for him when he was in Washington for a short time. We know what he did, obviously, way back in the day for Chicago, even with the Red Sox for that short period of time. Yeah. He's a leadoff home run bomb guy, and it's against really everything that you see in baseball. It's, well, it's hilarious because when Joe Madden started doing it in Chicago, it drove me crazy because I was like, Kyle Schorber is a guy that's looking for one pitch. Why the hell is he batting leadoff? And that just shows how much baseball's changed. Imagine, PJ, like in 1999 or like whenever the hell you were growing up, seeing a leadoff hitter bat 185. He's still growing up. He's 16. With 50 homers. Like, I'll never forget <laughs> yeah. uh, Brady Anderson. This, let's be honest. He was taking roids because he went from hitting 16 homers a year to 50 one season. Great sideburns, though. Then back to like 17 <laughs> the next season, and he was a leadoff hitter. And you just didn't really see that. And now uh, we're seeing it with Kyle Schwarber. He talked about that last night. I thought the comment, the quote was pretty funny, too. He's like, yeah, I kind of sucked at it in the first three years. But, no, I mean, um, they just have so much power in that lineup. And that's the thing. I mean, Kyle Schwarber, he's most likely either going to homer, he's going to strike out, or he's going to walk. But uh, he always turns it on in the postseason. He's been doing that since his time in Chicago, obviously. There are some guys, it's like Jimmy Butler, right? Jimmy Butler's a guy that you, you know is just – 
turns up to another level once he gets to the playoffs. We saw it with the Heat, and we thought the Heat were washed. So some guys just thrive in that situation. Some guys, it's the total opposite. So, of course, we got uh, Game 3 of the ALCS tonight. Astros yeah, down to buddy. nothing. The Rangers have won seven straight. They've got a plus 23 run differential during that win streak. The real thing to watch here is going to be Max Scherzer, though. I mean, he makes his return. He's been out for the last month. How short is his leash? There's a reason why I took the under on his outs, 13 and a half. Uh, it was a little bit of juice, but I was willing to take it just because there, there's a chance that he struggles a little bit in this game or that he looks a little bit rusty. And the one thing that we've learned from Max Scherzer over his career, going all the way back to Washington at least, he gives up early home runs. Like that first inning home run, oh man, that was a regular thing for him. So it'll be interesting to see if the Astros try to get after him early, keep him in a position where he's just got to throw a ton of pitches. They keep at bats alive and just start to wear him down. And that's really going to be the recipe for the Astros to stay alive in this. Because we all know this. I know it's happened before in baseball, but guess what? You're down 0-3 in a series. You're done. Pack it up. You're going home. I hate betting against Max Scherzer in the postseason. I know. Though. You know what I mean? Like, it won't surprise me if he goes eight strong and has double-digit strikeouts tonight. And like you said, it also won't surprise me if he gets chased because he's getting older. He's been injured. He's just coming back. We didn't even know if he was going to pitch in this series. And here he is. I'm honestly kind of surprised that he is. Same. But he's that guy's a warrior, man. Mm -hmm. And he's a gamer. Um, he's a little bit of a psycho. That's why I love him. I like the Michael Brantley props just because in his career, two, uh, sorry, 20 for 54 against Scherzer, has the three homers, 11 RBIs, only struck out twice in those 54 at-bats, and he's hitting 370. So if he's going to give up something early, I hope it's to Brantley. But um, that's the only thing scaring me off the side in this game, and it kind of makes me want to take the Rangers a little bit. It's just just because it is Scherzer. But I don't know, man, because uh, right now you got a you got a desperate Astros team down 2 nothing in this series. And that's kind of where I was, was you're looking at an Astros team that's been in – Look, they've, they've played in a ton of playoff games. We know the success that they've had, whether cheating or not. They've had plenty of success. So it's just it's it's hard to totally write off a team like that, especially with the up-and-down season towards the end of the year that the Rangers had. Like, yeah. does any of that creep back in? Do you have any – is there anything where they're suddenly playing with pressure because they go out they're like, we want that insurance. We want to make sure we're up three no – we just want to wrap this thing up. We want to make this – like, that's my only concern here is that a desperate Astros team is playing at that point with just – maybe more of a level of comfort because they've been there so many times. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. But also, I mean, it's hard, to it's hard to repeat in any sport, but especially baseball. It's such a long season, 162 games, and then you have the postseason run. So I could see this playing out either way. But, um, yeah, I just, I just like the one prop tonight in this one. That's about it. Well, there's a lot of NFL coming up in college football. Thank so God. I think that's probably the best way to approach it. Just just a little dabble just to have something tonight and kind of keep it at that. Yeah, for sure. I was trying to talk myself into something. I was looking at maybe like an Evan Carter RBI prop. Um, obviously been a really good story. He's only 21 years old or whatever he is. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good on baseball. It's football season around here, Dan. And FIU's only up 3 nothing on Sam go. Houston. We need a little yeah. – uh, need some effort. There you go from your from your Bearcats with a K. Yeah, nice little explosive play down the field. They're going to get into the red zone. Hopefully this time they'll be able to punch it in. Need down a touchdown. Down 3 to nothing in this game. Um, yeah, that'd be really, really nice. God, they don't even have stands. It's just a grassy knoll that comes down on either side of the field. Yeah, yep. This, <laughs> that's all that it is. It's a, weird, uh, it's a weird sight. It is. It's very, very weird. I love having football, though, like every night of the week now. No, I Tuesday know. night action was nice enough, but now with Conference USA... It's nice to have a little something, you know, a little preseason basketball. You got some postseason baseball going on right now, the player introductions. It just makes me really miss uh, having a team relevant in October. Peach, sorry yeah. about your rose. I actually haven't seen you since then. But, hey, 
You guys are a young squad. Yep. You'll be back. Thank you. My team saying they're going to spend some money this offseason. <laughs> Baseball is the one sport, I'm not going to lie, this is probably an unpopular take, and it's a sports show, but this is why I like to just, I don't know, do like the football stuff. I don't care once my team is, like, not there. I'm I'm kind of with you. I get it. Everybody I talk to, hey, what do you think about, like, For the baseball. Rangers? And yeah. The, like, I just I, I don't really yeah. think a whole lot about it, to be honest with you. I still casually do. I've actually really enjoyed, like, these – at least, again, maybe it's just the Phillies. The and again, it's hard for me as a Nats fan to say that, but like I can't deny it. I'm like the Phillies are fun to watch, and then watching the Astros lose right now, even though I have a, a ticket on them winning the World Series. I mean, the Astros are easy to still root against, even after all these years. It's just the way that it is. But even the Phillies like hurt my feelings though, because it's just Kyle Schwarber who my team DFA. We didn't even get anything in return for a guy that hit 40 plus homers, and he's leading off in the World Series. And then you got Nick Castellano, so you could have got for the cheap, and you were like, nah, we're good. Well, don't worry, because you got two former Nats gonna, on there, we're too. We're so. with Barwin Darney. Yep. Bar Darwin Barney. Barwin, Darwin Barney. I Whatever can't even remember that guy's name. I wonder what he's up to. You ever Darwin just Barney. have you ever do you ever do that? Like just think All like, hey, time. what the All hell the is this guy up to? So All the time. All the time. It's like the best party game. Like when you're just sitting around with people and you're like, Do you remember so and so? A random name and then you figure out what they're doing. How about that? He's doing a hitting clinic this week. If anybody's if anybody's wondering what he's up to. Well now we know. I'm Darwin Barney. What about Chris Coglin? You remember him? I do, I do. I don't know what he's up to no, though. Right. I didn't I didn't even want to Google that. <laughs> What do you think about Julius Randle's haircut, Nick? I was looking at that. It's the aerodynamics, just, man. Just short hair Gosh, now. It's, moving you know, around a little bit better. It's a little different. Uh, I'm going to say this, guys. I watched Jordan Poole already with a pull-up 30-foot three that he knocked down. They're going to shoot. The Wizards are going to shoot so many threes this year. I was telling this to PJ during the break. I'm going to put this out. I promise we're not going to talk about Wizards. But here, this is just one thing to keep in mind. The Wizards are going to be big underdogs a lot this season. But here's what they're going to do. Play loose, not care and have a chance to sneak in the back door night in and night out because they're shooting three after three after three. They've already – we're not even halfway through the first quarter. They've taken five threes. I already know what I'm doing with this team this What are you season. doing? I'm, I'm playing a lot of overs with the Washington Wizards. It's a team that's going to play no defense. No defense. Facts. There's a bunch of chuckers. It's hilarious whenever I go on to BetMGM, and it's obviously because I'm in the area, but the first thing that pops up, it's not like college football game of the week. Did he just miss that field goal, Peach? Yeah, they got blocked. Yep. you got to be kidding me. High I hate snap. this team. I know. So you bet much. on an 0-6 team. That's the, that's the risk that you took. <sighs> They'll be back. All It'll right. be all right. For you guys, I hope so. Long it'll, game. It'll be all right. But every time I <laughs> pop up uh, my bet MGM, it's like Jordan Poole, most improved yeah. player. They're just, they're just trying to bait me into betting Wizards season It's the, lo props. the local bets. Yeah. The local bets. They love to do that. And it's listen, it's great. I wouldn't touch Jordan Poole, though. He just got a nice improved. mustache now, though. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to last the entire year. I think that's the big question here. The Wizards are going to be bad this year, but you're right. You target them. They're a team that you target for overs, uh, three-point props, and when they are 12-point dogs on the road on a Tuesday night, bet it and forget it. Take them plus 12 and a half, and then just watch them cover. I mean, we watched the Thunder do this a couple of years ago. Teams like this, it's a lot of young players. There's no pressure. They got nothing to lose. Those are the types of teams, especially before the market adjusts early in an NBA season. The props market's going to be that way, too. Yeah. Except for maybe somebody like Jordan Poole. There's, there, you start sneaking in on some of these other random dudes that are like Bilal Koulibaly's at the line right now for the Wizards. Nobody cares anything about him, but you start looking at, like, he averaged five rebounds a game in Summer League. Okay, let's say he's going out and averaging close to five rebounds a game. and You, but the, the, you start betting rebound, like, little annoying bets like that. I know it's nerdy. I know it's the minutia, but that's how you get some of those edges in the NBA early in the season. I just, I, I have to see who's on what team, to be honest with you. I forget that I some of these you. guys are. I got you, man. You helped me in college football because you nerd out.
out on that. I nerd out in the NBA, so like, it's perfect. Is that Dante DiVincenzo? That is Dante DiVincenzo. On the they signed him. They got half of Villanova's title squad. What on the here hell now. is Kyle Kuzma wearing? Why does he have blonde hair again? This is what he does, man. Kyle Kuzma double doubles every time he's wearing something crazy coming to an arena. Don't forget that. Another big. That always works. This league. Oh, I James love Harden it. James Harden not going to work. I love it. Matt Come Fortuna on. next. They don't do that in football. Everybody. It's time for our hosting trifecta to take a break. We'll be right back with more on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. Oh, there was, there was, I would yeah. call it a collab earlier this summer, but there was a, wow. uh, oh, there's there's a, a whiteboard out. meeting, if you will. Oh, is it? oh I need this. Oh. 